the big news this morning. Big, big news. I'm choking on my coffee. (coughs) Excuse me. Pardon me. There's been a prisoner exchange. Oh, boy. I bet you've heard by now. I bet you can guess. That's right. WNBA star, Brittany Griner. Greener? They say Griner on the news, but who knows? Got a, I, maybe she'll do an interview. I should have my team reach out to her team and we'll set it up. And I'll just have her say her name. And then we'll know. Irrefutably. You know, that's one, that's one thing that always bugs me in movies. When there's a character who it doesn't even have to be a character's name but a word i mean it's usually like some made-up word my favorite example is from star wars the actor that plays lando calrissian billy d williams calls han solo han and Chewbacca, Chewbacca. Now that's fine. It bumps me a little bit. And the reason is, it's obviously how he was pronouncing it in his head when he was reading the script. And the director, no one around him said, hey, we're all saying Han. So you should say Han. Because otherwise, it's friggin' weird if the only person in the movie is you saying Han and you saying Chewbacca. It's not cool to be different in that, in that situation. It's friggin' weird. And I, I guess I'm weird. <laughs> but Brittany Griner is free. <laughs> so we can all celebrate. And the merchant of death, yes, the Russian arms dealer, was the, the prisoner to be exchanged. So we're all, I mean, we can all, it's win-win, right? We can all be happy. And come on, stop overreacting about the Russian prisoner, all right? He used to be the merchant of death. I mean, we all know how it works. We all watched The Sopranos, right? The guys, they get out of prison, but they're kind of messed up. They only go back to work for a few years before they get whacked or become informants not a big deal I mean the guy's been in prison since 2008 or maybe 2006 see it's he started he got arrested in Thailand I think in 2006 and then was extradited to the United States in 2010 or 2012 And has been in prison ever since. So he's done like 14 years. Do you think his. His connections have. I mean do you think he's going to slide right back into the arms dealing. I mean he might try. But I don't think. I mean the world is not long for arms dealers. We're all going to be chipped and surveilled and tracked. In detail. 
within the next probably five years. That's my prediction. But you know what? I have this article from CBS News. Let's let's learn about Victor Bout, the merchant of death, who was released in exchange for a WNBA player. Victor Bout, a convicted arms dealer, nicknamed the merchant of death, has been released by the U.S. in a one-for-one prisoner swap that freed women's basketball star. Yes, we know. Russian state media has speculated for months that Griner, who was sentenced to nine years in prison for having vape cartridges with cannabis oil, (laughs) idiot, could be exchanged for Bout. Everyone knows you bring edibles on a plane. Good Lord. I guess that's why she's a pro a, a pro women's basketball player too dumb to do anything else certainly too dumb to stay out of prison in russia earlier reports had focused on a potential swap for both griner and u.s marine veteran paul whalen who was sentenced to 16 years in a russian prison on espionage charges that he called a setup and the u.s government dismissed as false but the final deal was only for griner and we and we went for it <laughs> oh, Biden is such a schmuck. Good lord. And I mean, all by design. Like, don't please don't mistake this as as uh accidental ineptitude. It's all on purpose. And actually, I was wondering over my preparation this morning, what if what if the whole what if nobody really cared like like global establishment what if nobody really cared about Donald Trump? It was all about setting us up for Biden. Like, what if the whole story about Trump being a Russian agent was to discredit any sort of accusations against Biden for the same thing? Because that is a technique of the intelligence community. Create multiple conspiracy theories and push them out through their media mouthpieces to not only create confusion, but also discredit the correct conspiracy that is, you know, perpetuated against the American people or whomever is involved. A little more from this article about a former Soviet military translator turned international arms dealer had been in prison for more than a decade after he was lured to Thailand in a Drug Enforcement Administration sting operation that spanned three continents. Quote, Victor Bout, in my eyes, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. Michael Braun, the former chief of operations for the USDEA, told 60 Minutes in 2010. Bout, the son of a bookkeeper and auto mechanic, was conscripted into the Soviet army when he was 18 years old after playing competitive volleyball as a teenager, according to a New Yorker profile published in 2012. He served for two years in an infantry uh, brigade in western Ukraine, then applied to the Military Institute of Foreign Languages in Moscow, where he studied Portuguese. Bout insisted to the New Yorker that he was never a spy, But others, including his former business partner and a former CIA officer, said he had once worked for the GRU, the Soviet Foreign Military Intelligence Agency, not the character from Minions and Despicable Me. In 1995, when he was 28, he began spending time at the cargo hangars 
in Sharjah's International Airport in the United Arab Emirates, eventually launching his cargo airline, Air Cess, with a small fleet of Russian planes that delivered goods to Africa and Afghanistan. In the years that followed, Bout helped fuel civil wars across the world by supplying more sophisticated weapons, sometimes to both sides of the bloody conflicts. Quote, if I didn't do it, someone else would, Bout told the New Yorker, which I think is a, is a line from that movie Lord of War with Nicolas Cage, which was sort of based on this real-life person. By then, he was on the radar of U.S. and British officials. Peter Hayne, the Minister of State for Africa in Britain's foreign office, sounded the alarm as British soldiers in Africa came under attack by increasingly sophisticated weapons. Quote, sanctions busters are continuing to perpetuate the conflict in Sierra Leone and Angola, with the result that countless lives are being lost and mutilations are taking place. Victor Bout is indeed the chief sanctions buster and is a merchant of death who owns air companies that ferry in arms and other logistic support for the rebels in Angola and Sierra Leone and take out the diamonds which pay for those arms, aiding and abetting people who are turning their guns on British soldiers, Payne told the House of Commons in 2000. So when America does it, it's all good. When Britain does it, it's all good. But we get a freelancer. That will not stand. The CIA wants to run weapons. The ATF wants to run weapons. Remember Fast and Furious? Yeah, that was the ATF. No, not the movie. I'm talking about the Obama-era weapons trafficking operation headed up by the ATF. They got American border agents killed. Yes, yes. But Obama's not in prison. Eric Holder... His secretary of state, you know, his wingman, not in trouble. He's got to be on the right side. Apparently, Britain was upset that these weapons were being tracked and used against their own soldiers. So they pressured the American DEA to intervene and arrest Victor Bout in Thailand. Strange. It just, I mean, everything reeks of corruption. We're so fortunate. We're so fortunate to be the hosts of this parasitic entity that runs the globe and traffics people and fentanyl and weapons and kills entire populations with impunity as long as it's beneficial. But the top story is, hey, we got our WNBA star back. Hooray! I couldn't find anything concrete about this rumored team of medical experts that Elon Musk wants to assemble to combat medical misinformation about COVID and the COVID vaccine and undoubtedly future pandemics. Remember monkeypox? That was supposed to be the latest thing. 
but they couldn't. I mean, they, they, I hate to blame incompetence, but it, there definitely is some level of incompetence occurring with at least a handful of these people. Because, boy, we were, and maybe it was all the media. We were really supposed to to be worried about this whole monkeypox thing, and it just fizzled out. It was, it was almost like, and, and a lot of people did try to play up the uh, the homophobia line, because as, as soon as we found out that it was uh, main, well, and just, that just doesn't make any sense to me. It, it was only spread through contact between homosexual men that did homosexual things. How does that work? I mean, how is it that that's the root of spread it, but not, not anything else? And I've learned that if it seems suspicious, if it makes you scratch your head, there's probably a large amount of information missing from the story. But it's, that's kind of like this story. The headline from Gateway Pundit, America's frontline doctors ask Elon Musk to include them in a team of medical experts who will fact-check government lies and propaganda. Dr. Simone Gold, president and chairman of America's Frontline Doctors, wrote a letter to Elon Musk on Monday asking to be included in a team of medical experts who will fact-check all the lies and propaganda from the government. The letter was issued after Elon Musk liked a tweet about Mark Cuban's suggestion to form a team of medical specialists to fact-check medical content and debunk medical misinformation. The tweet reads, at Elon Musk, a suggestion relating to medical info and misinformation. Why not put together a Twitter list of 1,000-plus licensed practicing medical doctors and allow them to vote on issues so us tweets can see what they think? Let them vote on vac safety, masks, or any topic you pick. I mean, that's great. Yeah, I mean, he goes on in his tweet. It's a wonderful idea. Once again, we already, I mean, that already exists. It's not as if this, these doctors aren't speaking out. I mean, there's a whole team. They're known as America's Frontline Doctors. That's the organization headed up by Dr. Simone Gold, who wrote this letter. And the letter reads, If you would like to put together a group of honest, brilliant, courageous doctors to fact-check, then I would be glad to assist you. I am the founder of America's Frontline Doctors, and I became known to the world on July 27th, 2020, when I brought doctors and social media influencers to the steps of the Supreme Court. My intent was to bypass the media and government, which had been lying to the world in a very organized and systemic fashion. We had 20 million views in eight hours when I was deplatformed everywhere at once. Either I sing like Beyonce or the truth spread like wildfire. Medicine will not advance unless unbiased scientists are able to resist the pressure of special interest groups and the media. I work with freedom physicians across the nation and world, and we are now over 1 million subscribers. I am both an emergency physician and Stanford University educated attorney. My nonprofit is the Free Speech Foundation because, like you, I have long known that the battlefield is speech. 
And then she shared the letter to Twitter and tagged Elon Musk. And that's all we have. No comments from Elon Musk. And again, I'm skeptical. We need to dismantle the liars, not put all of our faith in one person to tell us the truth. That's the problem here. Mark Cuban is calling for centralization. Now he says, put together a thousand doctors. Okay, that's a lot of doctors. There's going to be a lot of different opinions there. But ultimately, it's Elon Musk saying, I'm going to pick all of the doctors. Now, can we trust Elon Musk to appoint them to this hypothetical panel of medical experts based on them being the most qualified, the most accomplished? Maybe. But who's going to check that information? And what happens when it turns out that half of them are Chinese? And I don't mean Chinese heritage. I mean Chinese nationals. Fact is, there will always be skeptical people. What we need to focus on is removing the liars, the propagandists, the misinformers. Because the function of the media is supposed to be to educate and inform the people. Now we rely on the media to tell us what is the most important thing that demands our attention. And as we saw this morning, the media believes the most important information for us to know is that Brittany Griner is getting out of prison in Russia. Not that people are dying suddenly and no one brings up the vaccine. 11-year-olds, 14-year-olds are having strokes and heart attacks inexplicably. Oh, doctors can't explain. I bet there's some doctors that could explain. I think the doctors that can't explain have been screaming about it for years, literally years now. And they're being attacked and censored and ruined. But why not Elon Musk? He says his life is is in danger. Look, I, I want to believe that Elon Musk is a good guy. We know who all the supervillains are. Where are our superheroes? I don't know if Elon Musk is one of them. I don't know if any of them exist in politics. I don't know if anyone that's a lawyer can even be trusted to do the right thing. Harmeet Dillon, a very accomplished lawyer, wants to run for chair of the RNC, the Republican National Committee. She seems like a good egg. She's also a lawyer. And I just learned a funny fact the other day. Back in the early days of George's founding, Lawyers were banned. 
you couldn't live in Georgia as a lawyer when it became a state or, or a territory. And that was honestly, that was where I thought this whole COVID thing was heading. The mask mandates were going to drop. The businesses were going to open back up and then people were going to start suing businesses because they caught COVID. They were going to sue schools. Especially they were going to sue government offices because they went in there and they got COVID and it was just going to be a storm of lawsuits. And that's how they were going to ultimately enforce all of the mandates further. Fortunately, that never happened or at least hasn't happened yet. I have more thoughts on the future of this country and politics, but we're out of time for today. So thank you all very much for listening. Please share the show and send me an email. I'd love your feedback. Have a great day. I'll be back. Goodbye.